Hello, you are listening to the Omnitalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with Microsoft, the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Takeoff, Sezzle, and Silk. Headline number five, Deliveroo has launched its first bricks and mortar store, and it has done so in partnership with Morrison's. According to Charge Retail, the new store called Deliveroo Hop. That's so cute. So cute. It reminds me of like Peter Rabbit. Yeah, like Easter. Very English bunny. Yeah, adorable. Um, All right. Deliveroo Hop will allow customers to shop for groceries by ordering on digital kiosks via the Deliveroo app for in-store collection or delivery to local residents and offices. The store will offer over 1,700 grocery items from Morrison's Ready to Eat and its The Best ranges, uh, with Deliveroo's site team picking and packing the orders. It should also be noted that according to research commissioned by Deliveroo, 24% of Londoners now use rapid grocery services once a week to get their groceries, and a further 40% of shoppers also reported buying groceries once every two to three days, bucking the age-old weekly shop trend. Chris... Yes, Anne. Shed a little light on this for us, if you would. Yeah, please. I will. I will. I'm still. I'm still kind of like just thinking about the the bliss of like reading Peter Rabbit, you know. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I have a couple of thoughts on this, Anne. Uh, one, it sounds like a a lot like what we were hoping GoPuff would do yeah. with its Geary store and Geary Street store in San Francisco, but mm-hmm. ended up doing nothing in in any way, shape, or form like this. And yeah. By that I mean, i.e., the distribution center that also acts like a vending machine. I mean, it sounds exactly like that. Yep. Um, but two, and more importantly, it calls to mind what Jeremy Naren, the founder of Grocer Key, mm-hmm. once told us on a po- I don't know if it was a podcast or a conversation I was having with him when he started his delivery business up in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And he told us that the only way he could even make the economics work, and even that, listening to him, was like still a hard feat, was that if he warehoused out of Woodman's and then delivered, made his deliveries in partnership with them. Right. Like, you know, because they were storing his inventory for him. So I've never forgotten it when he said this, which is always why I've been kind of thought, thinking or skeptical of 15-minute delivery from the economic side of it, because it's going to be tough to make it work. Yep. And so it tells me that there has to be innovation like this around the edges for that to happen. Right. Because as the statistics showed, the customer clearly wants it. And having done it with you in New York, I would say, yes, I want it too. Or in Chicago when I was trying to get a covid test rapidly mm-hmm. like it was exactly where i went because right. like you need it was a great service but yeah for the economics to work i think ideas like this are going to have to come to the fore yeah i i agree i love this um i i want to go see this i love this execution oh yeah good the, call. the challenge for me is why are we still ordering from kiosks i guess you have to have that for people that walk in but like the whole kiosk part of it it's like yeah that's a good this point. is not making my shopping yeah, trip faster right. like it's not it's, it, it's gonna I, make it really i slow. think you should just yeah. do away with the kiosks and only do app order head like why do you need to be there it's not like you're looking at the range of of options in front of you and you're picking things it's like let's just order from my app ahead of time and i pick up in the store like that's what we really need to do um but i think if if you're doing that method of ordering here i think this is i'm a huge fan of the execution better availability of the customer you know to be able to pick up things on their terms um the quality is likely better you have access to morrison's here so you've got better produce you like better options i think than what you would traditionally find in what we you know what gopuff mm-hmm. was talking about mm-hmm. from a convenience store mm-hmm. assortment um and the my favorite part of this yeah delivery as part of this is also expanding its partnership with too good to go for this new store okay so oh right chris for 15 they're giving customers the option to get 15 pounds worth of food for five pounds 
and it's a surprise, yeah. but it's all fresh produce that's about to about near to its date. expiration date. Not just produce, but like meat, seafood, right. whatever. Yeah. Like, I would totally do that. Totally. You just got to eat. You got to eat real quick. But yeah, no, I, I, I would or too. Or freeze. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Too, but like right? $5, like store, yeah. especially with inflation, like, I don't know. I just went to Costco yesterday and I was like, holy buckets. Yeah, no this kidding. is insane. No I just spent so much money on food. Like, I'll take this deal all day. No kidding. I want to get back to your point about the kiosk, though. Because yeah. while I agree with you in principle, I still think there's an opportunity to reimagine the interface of the in-store kiosk. Yeah. Which, if you come at it blank slate and say, okay, I'm here in this moment, and these are the types of things I want, what is the best way to facilitate that visually mm-hmm. on that type of screen? I think it's still an untapped market for people, but no one ever has the guts to do it yep. and try it because everyone is so programmed to think it should look like an e-commerce experience and we should type and click and all that kind of stuff. But I think there are a lot of creative companies that if you gave them that task of like reimagine how an e-commerce experience can work in a physical store on a screen, mm-hmm. there is interesting things that we could find there just no one has had the guts to do it yet i've never seen a screen take that approach to date but i think it's there 